You are Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily fantasy baseball podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, I'm Scott Cullen, and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Baseball Podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network. It's Major League Baseball draft season, and the Locked On MLB Prospects Podcast is covering every future star of Major League Baseball. Host Aram Layton brings you player interviews and farm system breakdowns every day. Subscribe to Locked On MLB Prospects on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. In today's episode, we're going to go through the top 20 hitters and top 10 hitters, uh, top 10 pitchers over the past four weeks. Uh, we'll dig deep on the waiver wire, some injury updates and matchups and DFS value plays uh, for Tuesday. Uh, but with, without any uh, further ado, let's jump in on the top 20 hitters. A few honorable mentions uh, to get things started. And uh, Detroit outfielder Akil Badu, uh, we've talked about uh, a bit lately. Uh, and in the past four weeks, has two home runs, 15 RBIs, 15 runs scored, six stolen bases, and hitting 300. Now, as we've uh, discussed, when we do the, these top 20s over a four-week span, you're about one-sixth of a major league season, maybe a tiny bit less. Um, and so, if you prorate Badu's numbers over a full season, you're looking at like 12 home runs, 90, 90 RBIs, 90 runs scored, 36 stolen bases, and a 300 batting average. Uh, you can see that there's obvious fantasy, obviously fantasy value uh, there. Uh, St. Louis first baseman Paul Goldschmidt. Uh, in the past four weeks, has six home runs, 16 RBIs, 13 runs scored, and a 3.29 batting average. That's sort of a vintage uh, Paul Goldschmidt performance. We don't uh, we don't quite get that uh, over the full season, but uh, maybe in in stints and uh, parts of the season. Uh, Arizona third baseman Eduardo Escobar uh, has seven home runs, 19 RBIs, 12 runs scored, hitting 2.96. The batting average is a real plus. He, he's been hitting for power for uh, a good portion of this season, but uh, the batting average was. Uh, was a bit of an issue, uh, and over the past uh, month, uh, it started to move uh, up in the right direction. Uh, Oakland, uh, second baseman Jed Lowry, uh, had six home runs, 15 RBIs, 11 runs scored, and a 360 batting average uh, over the past four weeks. Obviously, that batting average uh, vaults uh, the value, uh, but six home runs is, uh, is rather productive for a second baseman as well. Uh, Boston DH, J.D. Martinez, has five home runs, 19 RBIs, 16 runs scored, and a 291 batting average. That's sort of solid, consistent, reliable J.D. Martinez numbers. Um, and so it's not quite uh, top 20 worthy, but uh, still pretty pretty effective. Uh, so now uh, let's go, go into the top 20. And number 20 is San Diego left fielder Tommy Pham, uh, who uh, got off to a slow start this season, uh, but basically has it's been a tale of two seasons. In the first 46 games, he was uh, mediocre. In the next 46, he was incredible. Uh, and so the past uh, month, Pham has four home runs, 11 RBIs, 21 runs scored, a couple of stolen bases, hitting 321. Uh, I believe this is the Tommy Pham that the Padres were expecting when they uh, uh, acquired him from Tampa Bay. Uh, number 19, we've got Dodgers third baseman Justin Turner. Uh, five home runs, 17 RBIs, 12 runs scored, and a 377 batting average. That's the uh, the real driver there for Turner. Uh, at 18, another Dodger, right fielder Mookie Betts. Five home runs, 12 RBIs, 20 runs scored, only one stolen base, but a 325 batting average. And uh, really, I mean, Betts' value has just skyrocketed in the past week. Uh, it, it, uh, you know, since the All-Star break, he's been uh, putting up huge numbers, uh, but 
uh, really. Uh, the, the, the season up to uh, the All-Star break had been just fine uh, for Mookie Betts, and fine really isn't what you're expecting uh, out of Mookie Betts. You, you expect more than that. Um, and so, you know, maybe he, he's on track here to have a big second half. Uh, number 17, uh, Pittsburgh's Brian Reynolds, really bouncing back from a, a tough 2020 season. Uh, in the past four weeks, five home runs, 18 RBIs, 13 runs scored, a couple of stolen bases, hitting 311. Um, he's been a really valuable player and sometimes it gets lost because you're playing in Pittsburgh and the team's not winning uh, a whole lot. And uh, So Brian Reynolds uh, has sort of reestablished his value uh, for fantasy. Number 16, uh, White Sox shortstop Tim Anderson, uh, who has three home runs, 11 RBIs, 21 runs scored, only one stolen base, but a 364 batting average. And we know uh, Anderson, he's won batting title in the past, so uh, we know that he can hit for batting average. Uh, we also know he can run a little bit, so that one stolen base is not exactly... Um, you know, giving him great value. Uh, but the, otherwise, uh, that's a, a rather productive leadoff hitter there for the White Sox. Uh, Angels second baseman, David Fletcher. A uh, couple of home runs, 14 RBIs, 15 runs scored, a stolen base, and a 407 batting average in the past four weeks. And that, that, that'll that uh, raise your value in a hurry when you're hitting that far uh, above league average. Uh, number 14, Seattle right fielder Mitch Hanniger, who's had a heck of a season. Uh, six home runs, 17 RBIs, 20 runs scored, hitting 295. Uh, and Hanniger is just, he's been really great value uh, for where you would have picked him uh, in uh, fantasy drafts. Uh, and just, it's been really consistent for most of the year that he's been, uh, you know, giving you the power numbers you expect out of a corner outfielder. Uh, number 13, uh, Atlanta Braves second baseman, Ozzie Albies, uh, who's uh, came into the season with high expectations, uh, got off to a bit of a slow start, but has really been rolling uh, for a while now. And in the past four weeks, four home runs, 18 RBIs, 14 runs scored, six stolen bases and a 282 batting average. Uh, that's uh, stuffing all the categories uh, for a second baseman. Uh, Number 12 is also a second baseman. It's Detroit's Jonathan Scope, uh, who uh, has had a, a real surprise season, I guess, that in, in the past couple of months, he, he's kind of gone from uh, afterthought for fantasy purposes to, wow, what an impact player. Uh, four home runs in the past four weeks, but also 24 RBIs, 16 runs scored, a stolen base, and a 316 batting average. And batting average is not typically a, a big strength of Scope. So the fact that he's uh, been... Uh, riding that batting average and, and all those RBIs uh, gives him a ton of value at second base. Uh, at number 11, we've got Philadelphia Phillies right fielder Bryce Harper. Uh, seven home runs, 16 RBIs, 17 runs scored, three stolen bases, 291 batting average. Uh, that's all pretty good. Uh, and really seven home runs over, over a, a four-week span has you on pace for more than 40 over a full season. So, um, yep, that's a, a good run for Bryce Harper uh, and the kind of thing you, you expect when you see kind of the best of uh, Bryce Harper. So when we come back, we will continue uh, into the top 10 hitters over the past four weeks. This episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning? Is your Odyssey an LX or an EX? And wait for the person behind the counter to order parts on their computer. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. So save time and money using Rock Auto. Why choose to spend 30%, 50%, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership? For example, a Honda Odyssey fuel pump is $353 from a chain store. At Rock Auto, it's $216. That's money going in your pocket. Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. And Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every customer. They have everything you could need. Brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. 
Go explore their easy-to-use website today and find the solution to your auto parts needs. Go to rockauto.com right now, see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write Locked On in their How'd You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com. Right into the top 10 hitters over the past four weeks. And at number 10, it's Toronto Blue Jays first baseman Vladimir Guerrero Jr., who's been a, a huge story uh, to this point in the season, that he's uh, the 22-year-old has uh, lived up to the expectations that uh, were placed upon him as he was coming into the major leagues. And uh, in the past four weeks, eight home runs, 19 RBIs, 19 runs scored, hitting 299. Uh, none of that, is, I mean, the home run total is uh, a little up, but really the, this is just uh, who Vladimir Guerrero Jr. has been uh, for most of the season. Uh, number nine, we've got San Diego third baseman Manny Machado, uh, who had a bit of a slow start uh, this year, but has been uh, back uh, producing at a high level, kind of where, where you would expect from Manny Machado. Uh, five home runs, 18 RBIs, 22 runs scored, a stolen base, hitting 338. Uh, that was the, the big change, is that Machado, uh, his batting average was uh, languishing in the low twos for a while uh, at the start of the season, but uh, it's obviously moving in the right direction. Now, number eight, uh, Atlanta first baseman Freddie Freeman, who had some of the same issues. Uh, Freeman, in the past four weeks, five home runs, 14 RBI, 17 runs scored in a stolen base, but he's also hitting 407. Uh, and so Freeman, the guy whose batting average uh, is consistently strong, uh, it, it had been uh, hovering in the 220s and 230s for, for quite a while uh, this year, but uh, you know you put up 407 over a month and uh, the average starts to recover nicely. Uh, at number seven, we've got Dodgers first baseman Max Muncy, uh, who... Eight home runs, 25 RBIs, 18 runs scored, hitting 300, uh, and and really you're getting the the fact you're getting elite home run power from Max Muncie is not a huge surprise. Uh, the fact that uh, you get a 300 average uh, over a month to go with it is that's the real value, um, or I guess the bonus value. I mean certainly eight home runs and 25 RBIs pretty much stands alone on uh, on its own for value, uh, but getting a 300 batting average from a guy like Muncie who. Uh, Sometimes has trouble hitting for batting average. Let's leave it at that. Uh, so there, there's a real bonus there. Number six, Milwaukee shortstop Willie Adamas. As I've said, <laughs> this is becoming a Willie Adamas podcast. Uh, and in the past four weeks, goodness, seven home runs, 19 RBIs, 19 runs scored, a stolen base, hitting 358. Uh, I don't know who, who the guy was hitting 197 for Tampa Bay this year, uh, but uh, it had to be a different Willie Adamas. Number five, Texas Rangers outfielder Joey Gallo. Um, who seems to be uh, getting his name out there in, in trade talks, uh, and he's certainly not diminishing his value uh, with his production. Uh, 12 home runs, 20 RBIs, 16 runs scored, hitting 290, and obviously batting average is a, a big issue for Gallo throughout his career. Uh, he, he misses a lot, so that there's a risk that uh, you know that batting average can uh, hover around 200, uh, sometimes a little below. Uh, but if he's giving you that massive home run uh, power, I mean, 12 home runs in four weeks counts as massive home run power, uh, and a 290 batting average to go with it, well, that's uh, uh, you're cooking with gas then. At number four, uh, San Diego shortstop Fernando Tatis Jr., who's probably been the most uh, productive all-around fantasy player this season when he's been healthy. Uh, and over the past four weeks, six home runs, 14 RBIs, 19 runs scored, eight stolen bases, and a 293 batting average. And really the, the increase in stolen bases... Uh, just you know, gives Tatis Jr. another level that he can go to. That uh, you know, if you wanted to compare him, say, to Vladimir Guerrero Jr., well, Guerrero Jr. is not giving you those steals, uh, and so Fernando Tatis Jr. Uh, is just he, when when he's healthy, uh, he's he's playing on another level. At number three, we've got Angels DH Shohei Otani, uh, and 
Otani in the past four weeks, 11 home runs, 20 RBIs, 18 runs scored, a couple of stolen bases, hitting 291. I mean, it's it's been a ridiculous uh, season for Otani, uh, and the 11 home runs over, over four weeks is a pretty massive power burst from uh, a guy who's been hitting for massive power all season. Uh, then we've got a couple of Washington Nationals in the top two spots. At number two, shortstop Trey Turner. Uh, seven home runs, 14 RBIs, 26 runs scored, uh, five stolen bases, hitting 342. Uh, and this is why Turner, at his best, is uh, is an elite fantasy performer because, uh, yes, you can get uh, some power out of him, uh, but you combine it with steals and runs scored and a, and a high batting average. Uh, and really, uh, there's just uh, it's tough to beat the, that kind of production. Uh, and then at number one, we've got uh, Washington outfielder Juan Soto, who... Uh, really was underwhelming for the first few months of this season. Uh, and not that he was terrible, uh, but you know we came into the season with expectations of Juan Soto being a top three or four player probably in, uh, in all of baseball uh, in terms of fantasy production, and, uh, and it just wasn't there. But uh, he, he's making up for uh, that slow start uh, lately. Uh, Soto, uh, eight home runs, 24 RBIs, 26 runs scored, three stolen bases, 356 average uh, in the past four weeks. Uh, well, you know, any, any concerns that there were about uh, Soto's lack of power uh, for the first few months of the season, they're starting to fade here uh, because he is uh, now slugging like uh, an elite player once again. And, well, that's, you know, when when you would have drafted Juan Soto really early, uh, it's nice to see that he can uh, still turn it on like this. And so uh, there we go. That's our top uh, 20 hitters plus some honorable mentions over the past uh, month or so. Uh, let's uh, get into the top 10 pitchers. We'll start with some honorable mentions. Uh, Atlanta's Charlie Morton, uh, 2-0, 2.87 ERA, 0.93 whip, 40 strikeouts in 31 and a third innings. Morton got off to a, a rather mediocre start this year uh, and was a, a good buy-low option. We, we talked about him uh, early on because his underlying numbers were better uh, than the uh, the overlying numbers. Uh, and then, uh, well, it's turned around and, and Morton has been really effective. Uh, speaking of players that had... Uh, uh, tough starts. Uh, Yankees, Jamison Tyone. Uh, and now Tyone, it's not as though he had great underlying numbers, so you knew this was coming. Uh, but some of the reason that he's uh, his value has improved is that he's 4-0 uh, over the past four weeks. 2.70 ERA, 1.10 whip, 26 strikeouts in 30 innings. Now, none of that is dominant, amazing stuff, but uh, the four wins uh, is pretty nice. Uh, and then Milwaukee's Brandon Woodruff. And now the funny part here is that Woodruff's uh, numbers have actually gotten worse <laughs> than they were earlier in the season. 2-1, uh, 2.32 and ERA, 1.03 whip, 35 strikeouts in 31 innings. And so that ERA and whip sound really good, but Woodruff was... Uh, th- that has elevated his ERA and his whip because his numbers uh, previously were just so incredible. Uh, Oakland's Chris Bassett uh, having a- another fantastic season and uh, really maybe exceeding expectations because he was a prime candidate for regression uh, coming out of last season. He had a 2.29 ERA. There's just no way he was going to match that, and he hasn't. But the rest of uh, Bassett's numbers have been really great. And so in the last month, he's 3-1, and 3.06 ERA, 0.99 whip, 28 strikeouts in 32 and a third innings. And now he, he's got a solid enough strikeout rate that when you combine it with a, a strong ERA and whip, well, I mean, the fact that he, he's not giving you the 2.29 ERA, um, which was predictable, uh, it, it doesn't overly matter because Bassett is still really effective. And then Arizona's Merrill Kelly, uh, a bit of a surprise, and I don't know how much to trust it, uh, but 3-0, 2.84 ERA, 0.95 whip, 22 strikeouts in 31 and two-thirds innings. There's uh, there's certainly some value there. He's not a big strikeout guy, and, and uh, we haven't really seen Kelly do this for extended stretches. He did it for a handful of starts last year before getting hurt, uh, but... 
I'd be I'd be wary about uh, pinning too much of uh, the recent results uh, on Merrill Kelly and expecting that to uh, to continue. All right, when we come back, we will get the top 10 pitchers, dig deep in the waiver wire, some injury updates, then matchups and DFS value plays uh, for Tuesday. This episode is brought to you by Green Room. Green Room is the first social audio platform made for sports fans. The app is free to download, and once you're in, you can talk with fans, athletes, and insiders in real time about your favorite team or sport. Green Room is the perfect place to start or join conversations about Major League Baseball. You'll find fans just like you on Green Room for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and of course, reacting to big news or rumors. You can even find locked-on hosts across the NBA, Major League Baseball, and NHL. Go download the free Green Room app now, currently available on all iOS devices. Be sure to create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the Major League Baseball group for the latest league updates. I know you'll find a ton of incredible rooms around your favorite teams and leagues. Download the Green Room app today. Green Room, changing the way we talk sports. All right, so into the top 10 pitchers uh, over the past four weeks. And while there are going to be f- some familiar names, there are quite a few surprises here too. And we'll start at number 10. Seattle's Chris Flexen, uh, who's not overpowering, but uh, effective. 3-0, 1.71 ERA, 1.01 whip, only 21 strikeouts and 31 and two-thirds. Uh, but, you know, Flexen... Coming back uh, to the major leagues this year uh, had, I would say, fairly modest expectations, uh, and there have been a few bumps in the road along the way. But I think if you you know you picked them up on waivers, uh, you're probably pretty happy uh, with the results you've been getting. Uh, number nine is Oakland uh, rookie Cole Irvin. Uh, the lefty had a, a terrific start on Monday night, uh, and so that uh, contributes to this. But three and one, 2.25 ERA, 0.97 WHIP, 25 strikeouts in 32 innings over the past four weeks. Uh, and as as I say, Irvin is not overpowering, and so he doesn't usually pick up huge strikeout totals, uh, but he's been consistent and effective uh, for most of the season. Uh, number eight is St. Louis's Kwang Hyun Kim, another guy who doesn't uh, strike out a ton, but goodness, he's 4-0, 1.59 ERA, 1.06 whip, uh, only 16 strikeouts in 28 and a third innings. And so uh, you are sacrificing uh, in terms of strikeouts, uh, even when he's uh, going as effectively as that, but uh, you can live with it. Uh, considering how, how dominant his other numbers are. Uh, number seven is the Dodgers' Walker Bueller. Uh, now, Bueller, he's had uh, you know strong numbers kind of all along. The question at times this year has been whether he's striking out enough, and he is once again. He's 3-1, 2.35 ERA, 0.95 whip, 34 strikeouts in 30 and two-thirds innings. That's a pretty good run over a four-week span. Uh, Milwaukee's Corbin Burns, uh, number six, uh, and he's 2-0, 0.99 ERA, 0.80 whip, 32 strikeouts in 27 to third innings. And this is, I mean, that's a touch better than what we normally expect, but we've come to expect this out of Corbin Burns, that he's going to pitch like an ace. He, he broke through last season, uh, and uh, aside from kind of very rare uh, exceptions, uh, he's pitched uh, like an ace uh, all along. Uh, number, number five, player who bounced back from a terrible 2020 is San Francisco's Anthony DiSclefani. Uh, and... You know, there are some underlying numbers here will tell you that Di Sclafani is not likely to uh, carry this, you know, all the way through the end of the season, that uh, some regression is due. Uh, but, you know, what, what are you going to complain about? This is a guy who uh, had kind of run himself out of fantasy uh, interest last season uh, and now uh, has just been great uh, for the Giants. And over the past four weeks, 3-2, and two, 2.20 ERA, 0.89 whip, 32 strikeouts and 32 and third two-thirds innings. I mean, that's, that's just terrific uh, and, and great value uh, for those of you who grabbed him uh, early on waivers. Uh, number four, Detroit's Willie Peralta. I mean, talk about, talk about uh, value coming from, from out of nowhere. Uh, Peralta hadn't started games in the major league since 2017 uh, and then uh, gets kind of plugged into the Tigers uh, rotation and 
in the past four weeks is 3-0. 0.34 ERA, 0.79 whip, 17 strikeouts in 26 and two-thirds. And so the low strikeout total is obviously a concern. And there's no one on the planet who should have a sustainable 0.34 ERA. Uh, but uh, in, in that short term, Willie Peralta has already uh, brought some pretty nice value if you picked him up. Uh, number three, we've got a reliever. And it's the Angels' Rizal Iglesias. Uh, the past four weeks, he's 2-0, seven saves, 1.39 ERA, 0.38 whip, which is just ridiculous, uh, and 22 strikeouts in, in 13 innings. Uh, at number two, Toronto Blue Jays lefty Robbie Ray. Uh, we've talked about Ray uh, quite a bit this year, how he's really salvaged his career, turned it around after a, a really tough uh, season in 2020. Uh, but in the past four weeks, Ray is 4-1, 1.65 ERA, 0.80 whip, and 41 strikeouts in 32 and two-thirds innings. Then at number one, uh, and a bit of a surprise here. I mean, usually when we've been doing this, it's an automatic Jacob deGrom, but injuries have uh, prevented deGrom from racking up his value. So at number one, we've got Colorado Rockies starter Herman Marquez. Uh, and so in the past four weeks, Marquez is 3-0, and 0.90 ERA, 0.47 whip, 32 strikeouts in 30 innings. Uh, and as much as I have uh, consistently tried to avoid uh, Colorado starting pitchers, uh, and Marquez, even at the start of this season, was not uh, going uh, great to, to change my mind. Uh, he has since. And, uh, you know, he, he was kind of the, the best bet if you're going to take a Colorado pitcher this year uh, because Marquez does have a track record with some success. Uh, and uh, he's uh, starting to deliver on it right now. So uh, now every episode, I offer up one player rostered in 10% or fewer of Yahoo leagues. Maybe you need to race out to the wave wire to grab them, beat the competition, or it's maybe just somebody to kind of keep on your radar, be ready to pounce when the time is right for you. Uh, And today we're going with Pittsburgh infielder Wilmer Defoe. Uh, He's basically a utility guy who doesn't have much of a track record as a hitter, Uh, has a 673 OPS in his career. Uh, But Right now, Defoe is on a six-game hitting streak, 10 for 19, hitting 526. Uh, has a couple of home runs, five RBIs, five runs scored in those six games. He's eligible at third, short, and right field. Also rostered in just 6% of Yahoo leagues. Uh, now for some injury updates. And we start out with Toronto Blue Jays uh, rookie starting pitcher Alec Manoa on the 10-day injured list with a back injury. Slipped on the dugout steps. Um, that's going to cost him uh, a start or two. Uh, and uh, so Thomas Hatch uh, is getting his turn in the, in the Blue Jays rotation. Uh, Houston DH, Jordan Alvarez, uh, day-to-day with a hamstring injury, uh, uh, went deep on, on Monday night, kind of breaking out of a, a recent slump, uh, but also had felt some uh, tightness in the hamstring, so he might miss a game or two. Uh, Kansas City starter, Danny Duffy, back to the uh, injured list with a, an elbow uh, issue. Uh, could this mean a chance for Irvin Santana, maybe, get a, get a start or two for uh, the Royals? Uh, Miami starting pitcher, Pablo Lopez, on the 10-day injured list with a shoulder injury. That's the, the third uh, starter out of the uh, the Marlins rotation. Uh, that's going to probably cause some problems for them. Uh, Miami center fielder Starling Marte, also day-to-day with a shoulder issue. Uh, Monty Harrison uh, is getting a chance to play there. Uh, Atlanta's Ender Inciarte is on the 10-day injured list. Uh, not a huge issue, really, because Guillermo Heredia was already playing uh, center field for the Braves. Uh, Detroit catcher Jake Rogers out for two to three weeks with an arm injury. Uh, Eric Haas will likely just see more action behind the plate uh, for Detroit. Uh, and then we've got Tampa Bay catcher Mike Zanino is day-to-day uh, with a hip issue. So uh, let's go take a look at some uh, matchups then for Monday and look at the uh, lines on betonline.ag. And so a few games that I like, and we'll start with Miami with Trevor Rogers on the mound, minus 104 at Washington with Paolo Espino going. Uh, and really, I mean, Washington's a better team than Miami, but uh, Trevor Rogers is a better pitcher than Paolo Espino. Uh, and Rogers has been really consistent. Uh, for the Marlins this year, so I don't mind him as this super slight underdog, uh, minus 104. 
the Yankees, Domingo Herman, plus 116 uh, against Philadelphia's Aaron Nola. Uh, and Nola making his return from uh, the COVID list. Now, I don't believe he actually had COVID. I think he was just a, a close contact. Um, but really, Nola has been underwhelming uh, for good portions of this season. Uh, and so the Yankees at home, don't mind them as underdogs there. Uh, Detroit's Tariq Skubal, minus 117 against Texas and Dane Dunning. The Rangers are in free fall at the moment. And Dunning isn't isn't uh, bad by by uh, standards of the Rangers rotation, uh, but Scooball has been pretty decent, and and so not paying a huge premium for him at home against a, a slumping Rangers team uh, that makes some sense. Uh, and then Arizona's uh, Taylor Widener minus one hundred six uh, at home against Pittsburgh with Tyler Anderson on the mound, and and the Pirates have been lively uh, lately, but uh, not having to pay much of a premium here for Arizona uh, with a. a an, at least an interesting uh, young pitcher on the mound. So uh, we've got uh, Miami minus 104 at Washington. The Yankees plus 116 at home against Philadelphia. Uh, the Tigers minus 117 at home against Texas. And Arizona minus 106 against Pittsburgh. So now let's grab uh, a few DFS value plays uh, for Tuesday's games. And we'll start with Detroit's Tariq Skubal, $7,700 uh, against Texas. Uh, and Arizona's Taylor Widener, $7,900 uh, against Pittsburgh. You know, the top aces uh, on the day are going for more than 10000 So you, if you want to save uh, a few thousand dollars and spend those, spend that on your hitters, uh, you can do that. Uh, Minnesota catcher Mitch Garvers, $3,600 uh, at the White Sox with Dallas Keuchel on the mound. Uh, Washington second baseman Alcides Escobar. We'll go back to that well. He's $3,200. Now he's going against Trevor Rogers, so that's not uh, easy, but that's a pretty bargain price. Uh, and uh, Escobar has an 827 OPS in 13 games since uh, he's been plugged into the, the Nationals lineup and he's hitting a leadoff. So uh, a real opportunity there for him to produce. Uh, Yankee shortstop Gleber Torres, $3,500 going against Aaron Nola. Uh, Torres has home runs in back-to-back games, giving him five on the season. Uh, so he's been completely disappointment, uh, but that's why the price here is so uh, favorable. Uh, and San Diego outfielder Trent Grisham, just $3,300 against Atlanta's Tuki Toussaint. And uh, you know, Toussaint getting a, a shot here uh, in the Atlanta rotation because of injuries, but uh, has hardly uh, proven that he's a, a reliable major league starter. Uh, and Grisham has proven that he's a, a reliable major league hitter. So at that price, uh, take your shot with Trent Grisham. Uh, that will do it for today. Check out the Locked On Fantasy Hockey podcast. We're in the midst of a, a very busy week in the offseason uh, with the NHL draft coming, the expansion draft. Uh, free agency around the corner. Uh, there's a lot of uh, lot of action there. Uh, so check out these podcasts on Apple, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, Odyssey, wherever you get your podcasts. Stay locked in with Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily source for fantasy news and analysis. Betting on Major League Baseball doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Locked On Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag, wherever you get your podcasts.